Today's gospel passage is short, but I think there's an awful lot in, in it. And I'd just like to mention four things in particular. First, this is the setting is, is uh, the evening of the first day of the week. So it's the day of Jesus' resurrection. And the disciples are huddled in the upper room. And there he is, standing in their midst. And what's the first thing he says to them? Peace be with you. And just to be clear, he says it a second time. Peace be with you. And the peace that Jesus offers to them is the peace that he spoke about at the Last Supper. And he speaks, not as the world gives, do I give peace. Because uh, that point in Jesus' life uh, was one where he was facing, he's going to be betrayed, uh, denied, uh, suffer, uh, and die. And yet, in the midst of that, Jesus is able to be at peace. That's the peace he desires to give to each of us. And so those words of peace be with you, are ones that we will say later on at Mass, won't we, to one another, as we offer each other the sign of peace. And whether that's with a nod or a handshake or an embrace or a kiss, what we're offering to one another is that peace that no matter what's going on in our life, whether our life is all sunny and calm or pretty stormy, uh, Christ peace, that deep abiding peace that the Lord gives to each of us. And then after he wishes this peace, it says he shows them his hands and his side. So he shows them the marks of his crucifixion, the marks of his death, uh, and his uh, nail marks from being nailed to the cross from the side uh, when he died on the cross. And that is the Paschal mystery right there. Uh, Jesus' death, but he's not dead. He is risen, and he's showing them his hands at his side, his resurrection. That's the central mystery of our faith. I just got back from spending three days with the Knights of Columbus at their state convention on Mackinac Island, and every day we had Mass. Only, uh, normally when I'm at Mass, I'm the presider, aren't I? Well, not, not there, because there's lots of priests, and there's even a number of bishops. And so I was more like you, was sitting in the pew, and one of the parts of that is when you're uh, presiding, you're, you're praying the prayers of the Eucharistic prayer, for all of the rest of us, it's we're listening to the prayer, but it's when we get to that point where the presider says the mystery of faith, and then we have the memorial acclamation. That's a beautiful place for our participation, and that memorial acclamation, it's, there's three different ones that we can use. Um, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Is that the one we're using That's this time? That's the one. All right. And, and so I was able to do that one up on the island. And it really is our faith in a nutshell. And, and the visual expression for it, are those words of Jesus in the gospel, he showed them his hands and his side. We profess, we proclaim your death, that Jesus died on the cross. We profess your resurrection. He is risen until you come again. And so that's for the rest of our lives. That's 
That's our continual proclamation of the mystery of faith. I think it's nice when we come into St. Michael, this image of the risen Christ. And if you look carefully at his hands, you'll see the marks of his death, of his crucifixion. And so the Paschal mystery, he showed them his hands and his side. And then the third piece I want to mention to you from this gospel passage. Jesus says to them, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Jesus came into the world on a mission. God the Father sent him into the world out of love for us. And he came to show us how much God loves us and to teach us how to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul and love one another. Each one of us shares in that mission. Each one of us, it's, it's unique to us depending on our particular circumstances in life, but it's there. Uh, we are sent by Jesus. One of the people who I think was able to articulate that in a beautiful way is uh, St. John Henry Newman. And I'll, I'll read part of a prayer that he wrote. God has created me to do some definite service. God has committed some work to me, which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I am a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. I have not been created for naught. I shall do good. I shall do God's work. I shall be an angel of peace a preacher of truth in my own place, while not intending it, if I but keep the commandments. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And then he breathes on them. Now that's a kind of a curious thing to do, isn't it? Does anybody around here run around breathing on other people? <laughs> Jesus does it, and what's that is meant to kind of stir into our memory of where else in the Bible has there been somebody breathing? Well, we go back to the very beginning in the book of Genesis, in the account of creation where God formed us out of the clay of the earth, and then he breathed life into us, and then was created the first uh, earth creature, earth creature, it means Adam. The Adam is the name we give to the first human. And, and that's that sense of what's happening here is when we receive the Holy Spirit, uh, that Jesus breathes on us, the Holy Spirit, we are a new creation. We have been recreated with a new mission, a new purpose. We are sent by Jesus just as God the Father sent him. Um, we are given a commission to bring Christ's peace to the world. Receive the Holy Spirit. Happy Pentecost. Come Holy Spirit.